One mana, two mana, three mana, four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoilani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wang. Aloha kako. Aloha, today's daily Mana Bomb is, when it doesn't bother you anymore like it used to, that's peace. The focus is not noticing. The engagement, how do you know you're free from the attachment? Well, kapiko kaintings. Peace. Yeah, so maybe we should start off with, can you um, share your understanding of Mokapiko? Yeah, so it's when you sever. So Mokapiko is when it's innate. Uh, the, oh man, Kulani, get your words. Hold on, hold on. So Mokapiko basically to me is when you're in a space and uh, the uh, you're tied to a person uh, intimately, truly, uh, in like from your soul. and they they mean a lot to you and they they you provide a lot of energy and time and assessments into that relationship that you have but it's toxic so you got to cut that sucker so you it's like cancer you want to cut it off so mokopiko is that is the action of of removing your yourself from that kind of space that was my uh, mana or how i see the action of mokopiko what is it for you Definitely in that way, from like a mental point of view, emotional point of view, very physical point of view, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the way I learned it before I understood it in that realm, right, was a, it was very ceremonial and it was literally the last, last step. In other words, the goal in life is never to have to mokopiko. So if you're constantly mokopikoing people and things and places, you might want to think about that. You should never, so the goal is to never have to in life, right? Because it's such a very ceremonial space, the depth of it is very spiritual in nature. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. I want to put that out there too. So yeah, so my understanding of it is we do go through at least one mokopiko, um, and that's the time we were born, detaching from one realm to another. So like basically going from one space to another space. But then on the physical realm, if we've ever had to do it, again, it's very ceremonial. It wasn't just like, ah, moka piko you, and we're done. And like, yeah, it, no. it doesn't work that way. It's a very, very deeper concept and practice um, mm-hmm. through our traditions that required a lot of ceremony and the idea of it's done, it's done. And done That's doesn't it. mean death. Like done means like it is severed, absolute 100, done. In thought, mind, body, spirit, everything. Um, so that's why you don't kind of want to have to go through that in life mm-hmm. because the consequences are very, very great as, as is the co- accountability mm-hmm. uh, of that practice. And so um, I think today people use it a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, let's just look at that as probably like the last resort. Draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, I agree. And again, that's why I said it was tied to your na'al because it's that mm-hmm. it's your, your knowing that this is something super important to you. So when you have to think about even going to that space of thinking about Moko Pico, it's like, whoa, it's pretty intense to be in that space. But this Manabam talks about when it doesn't bother you anymore like it used to. That's peace. And this has been something that you've been striving for for such a long time. Like we've been talking about peace and joy and happiness, you know, those things, not love and light, 
And, you know, let's hope that love and light is going to conquer all and, and be this space, but more about enjoying the, the space of peace, serenity, and all of that. Tell us a little bit about, about your manabam today, sis. Uh, if you listen at the beginning of the year, you'll know that one of my biggest goals was, you know, this understanding of finding peace for myself and within myself. And I feel like have in some way shape or form but let me just express it was a rough rough ride um I can honestly say that I have literally to the last second literally I feel almost to the last last second I finally understood what peace was for me and not that it not that it needed to be done by the end of the year but it needed to be done um that was the goal that I had for myself. And so it kind of went over. I'm not going to lie. I probably went little into January till I figured it out. Um, but I did wake up one morning and I did have a moment and experience in which I was like, oh, this is it. This is that aha moment. I thought I had them all the way through, right? Through the year. And then would find myself back again. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not it. Right? I think this is it. Shit happens. Came back to it. No, that's not it. I think this is it. Nope, shit. So I don't know. Maybe you give me another three months and we'll see what happens. But anyway, <laughs> and, and I definitely you know inside of me, it's a very, very different feeling mm. um, that I have um, in comparison if I had to observe myself in the past year. And um, so what I've recognized is I those spaces of uncomfortability, those spaces that um, I recognize, this is what I recognize in my understanding of finding my own peace. And when things don't bother me anymore is this keyword bother me. And so it wasn't that people's spaces or things were, um, were the catal- catalyst or the reasoning. It was all inside of me. And I, I, and I know we talk about this a lot and we think we know, but we don't know until we've gone through it. Um, and we're still learning. Um, so I think one of the biggest things for me was that I always like to test myself. I like to put myself in the fire. Like how how hot can you handle? Um, where are you at with the heat? Uh, does the heat even bother you? How long can you stay longer in the heat without having to, to retreat? And so I do this to myself intentionally uh, because I know myself. And it's not that I, I look for pain or I look for reasons to be in these spaces that create chaos i'm actually trying to train myself to accustom myself to the fire yeah so um then i find the 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 peace in the fire and then once i find that peace within the fire then i can use the fire to my benefits for good right whether it's the energy to move forward whether it's the ability to feel its warmth and regulate the heat whether it's um utilizing the light to see as far as I can or need to or as close as I need to understanding that with the without fire there's coal and there's heat that comes from that too like really knowing it well and when I talk about this fire I'm talking about myself I'm the fire yeah and getting to know myself and sit with myself more and more and more to realize like I'm in control of the fire more than I realize and that's that piece. Yeah. I think that was the the best way to describe what it feels like and looks like 
to somebody. That was pretty amazing. And I'd like to say that I was able to experience the observation portion of it all, you know, watching you go through these things through the year, um, sometimes being the reason why the fire was burning and uh, recognizing that too as as a as a person who was not conscious unconsciously wrecking your peace, you know, and uh, realizing that I could come in and try and learn how to to do the same thing, walk through the fire, sit in the fire, try and observe it so that I could remove that kind of uh, energy that I was offering out in that space so that I could not, so that I would stop wrecking your peace. You know what I mean? Being a part oh. of that space. And, um, but it was very, lots of lessons. I ain't gonna lie. 2022 was choke lessons. And when we talking Moka Pico, like, serious thought processes were happening, you know, and in the end of the year or at the end of the year, when we had to sit and realize, or I had to sit and realize, you know, things that were bothering me were bothering me, were affecting other people. So I needed to check me so that I wouldn't affect other people. I, you know, I just have to I had to realize that I needed to find that kind of peace for myself too, so that I could be peaceful and be relatable. And yeah, lots of lessons uh, sitting next to you, sis. Mahalo Nui for that. I appreciate. I, I, um, and I, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about too was the not noticing. Mm-hmm. So, um, this one was more literal in this, like, I kind of went deep on that one, but like the literal, very, very surface one was um, being able to walk, again, being able to walk through spaces, places, and things. Um, our nouns, you know, walking through the nouns, verbing our nouns, basically. When you verb your nouns, then you don't realize, like, you you forget there was even an attachment to some of those nouns. Like, that's how peace worked. Like, it was like, not that I ignored or forgot or lost the memory or I chose to like suppress it. It was like, like it never existed, but in like it existed, but never, I don't know how to explain it. Boy, that I was like, that's hard, but I think it's the lesson, right? The lesson was learned. Yeah. The lesson was learned. So it, it existed as a lesson, but now it's the, the afterthought. Like, yeah, we good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really great feeling. And and I'm sure we've all um had those feelings, whether on bigger scales or smaller scales, a long, long time ago or most yeah. recently. And so I think we we search for that same exact feeling as we're going through whatever we're going through at this very, very moment. Because we know we've had it before and we know what it's looked what it looked like. And if you haven't had that moment yet. You've never experienced that moment yet. It is a very profound one. And I hope that you sit down and congratulate yourself for that because um, it's amazing. Um, And I'm saying like, your triggers are no longer triggers anymore. Nothing can trigger you. There's the trauma is it, 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 um, it moved on, you know, it passed through 
mm-hmm. and um, it didn't settle. It didn't disappear into thin air. It literally went right through, right? And it went it went in one direction and you went the other direction. You didn't follow the trauma experience, you know? And that's a fact. You're like, woo, we not here. I'd be like, bye. <laughs> I don't want to see you again but if I do I'm good you know mm-hmm. kind of thing so. I love that yeah how do you know you're free from the attachment you can see it going by <laughs> you're like you you giving it the peace sign from the exactly. other direction <laughs> I love Bye. that <laughs> Woo, I love that and I and I love that for all of us I hope that we con- constantly stay within that peace um and you know life is about ebbs and tides ebbs and flows you know that's how we work that's how the world works and we're gonna go through peace chaos peace chaos peace chaos peace chaos for the rest of our lives <laughs> hope we find peace sooner than chaos and hope the chaos is fun enough and worth it <laughs> Ooh, go through it. Either way, you're gonna go through both of them. So. Yeah. Well, with that being said, mahalo, uh, mahalo to all the life lessons, and to you folks out there. Signing off from the island of Molokai. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. All right. Mahalo to the life lessons. Mahalo to the no longer noticings. Have a great day, Kako. It's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wang. Ahui ho. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.